pinch me. (laughs) I'm an author. I wrote a book, Destined for Greatness, Living an Inspired Life from Head to Tippy Toes. If you haven't already gotten your copy, you may head over to my website, sarahnoose.com, or go to Amazon and check out Sarah Noose, Destined for Greatness. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Newts, and I'm here with my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? It's a big day. Big day. Last chapter. Chapter 20. 20 chapters. Can you believe you wrote 20 chapters? No, I cannot believe it. I can't. Can you? <laughs> I feel like you had a couple more. Did you I actually had 26 and I cut six chapters. Actually, I don't know that I actually cut them, but I just expanded some, made made some longer. Kind of. And actually by I doing that, I mean my editor did that. <laughs> well, 20 is a good round mm-hmm. number. Yep. And I love chapter 20. Mm-hmm. Favorite chapter yet. I'm over Always. that statement. Over it. Know when to take action. Mm-hmm. Destined for Greatness, chapter 20. Yep. So I think this is a fun chapter because I look back at a surprise trip mm-hmm. that I had planned for you. And you are self-proclaimed, can't be surprised. Right. But you can be surprised. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it, Adam. <laughs> surprise. You've actually surprised me now a few times. And it's I actually love to be surprised. But when I was writing this before this, I actually thought I couldn't. I actually feel like... Moms have a hard time being surprised because we have all the plans and all the schedules and all the things. And I kind of thought you didn't know all that. And so I didn't think I could be surprised, but you totally uh, proved me wrong. I love it. Yeah. So actually, I would love for you to help me tell this story because from my side of things, you just called me one, I think it was a Wednesday, maybe it was a Tuesday afternoon. And you're like, hey, babe what are we doing this weekend? And I was like, nothing. And you're like, okay. And I said, is somebody coming in town? And you're like, nope. And I said, are we going someplace? And you go, nope. I just wanted to know. And I was like, okay. And that was it. And then you said, um, I want you to pack your bags for someplace really cold. And I was like, really? And you're like, no, hot. I was like, okay, what, what? And you said, I have everything else planned. And I started trying to guess and you would give me clues. But I totally missed it so you were dressed for warm um you had me dress for cold and then you switched it the night before and said actually pack for a warm place so I actually thought we were going skiing and then I was like oh maybe we're going to Las Vegas so I landed on Las Vegas um because you actually told the kids that or one of the kids that and they squeaked it to me and I was like oh we're going to Vegas okay and that was not the case. You lied to everybody to make this surprise worthwhile for me. Yeah, but so fun. And I gave you three clues, so mm-hmm. you should have known mm-hmm. where we were going. My clues were just so easy. Yeah, tell everybody the clues. I can't remember. The first one, I think, was a sheep. Mm-hmm. Second one, a pig. Mm-hmm. And the third one was grandma's, cookies. Grandma's, grandma's, grandma's cookies. cookies. Uh-huh. Okay, any guesses on that, listeners? (laughs) So the sheep is Ba, Mm -hmm. the pig was Ham, Mm -hmm. and then 
grandma's no it was just cookies i think because mm-hmm. then the answer was moss <laughs> yeah grandma's cookies can you see how i was confused on so this so then the Baham mm-hmm. moss yeah bahamas bahamas Clearly. But what was super fun about it is you made it all super spectacular. Like you got your parents to watch the kids for the weekend and they had a super awesome weekend and you didn't tell me where we were going. And actually when we got to the airport, you checked us in and didn't let me see anything. And so we took our first flight and I kind of figured out we were going to Fort Lauderdale and I was like, oh my gosh, so fun. And I remember pulling up the weather and it was like rain and I was like, oh man, I feel so bad. He planned this weekend to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which was actually kind of random, but I was good with it because you had taken action and it was going to rain the whole time. So we get off the airplane and I'm like, babe, this is so fun. Thank you so much. And we were separated on the first flight. And I said, thank you so much. And we're getting ready to walk out. And you know, with T- somewhere before, I thought we were, maybe when you realized it was Fort Lauderdale, we started getting into all the places we wanted to go mm-hmm. in South Florida. Mm-hmm. And so we like looked at a map and we're picking out like Everglades and mm-hmm. I don't know what we came up with. But we came up with a plan and we start walking out. And if you guys know um, airport security, once you leave, you can't come back in. So we're probably what, babe, five steps from walking out of TSA. And Adam grabs my hand and he said, hey, babe, and I'll never forget this. He said, why don't we hop on another airplane? And I was like, wait, what? And you said, this isn't our final destination. Something about that just still gives me goosebumps to today because you took action in such a big way and made something so special. And so we hopped on a plane. You still didn't tell me where we were going. I don't, well, you told, we, I ended up figuring it out. Because of my great clues. Yeah. How could you not? I know. But I think before that, we, the first um, outlet that our plane that was about to leave after that mm-hmm. was to Cuba. So I right. think I acted like we were going to Cuba. No, I was like, which I don't think we're actually allowed to go to Cuba, are we? I d- I didn't care I as know. long as I was with you. I was happy. I'll I'll go wherever you take me, babe. So Bahamas ended up being a super fun trip. Yep, yep. I, I w- lived it up. What I so one of the reasons that I wrote this is it said know when to take action. And, you know, in my book, I talk a lot about business and I talk a lot about marriage. Um, But this chapter, I really feel like I wanted to drive home the point of marriage. And, you know, I think oftentimes we get so busy living life in the, you know, just the ordinary, going to kids practices, going to work, going to church, doing the things that we always just do. And What I love about you, Adam, is you interrupt that a lot. You interrupt that to make me feel special and to take things a little bit further. And not only did you plan such a spectacular trip, but you also covered everything. And so it allowed me to really be fully present with you. I wasn't worried about the kids. I wasn't worried about the home. Somebody was watching the animals and the kids and you're like, I got it covered. And it was the most spectacular thing. Husbands, if you're listening to do this to your wife and you know, maybe she's not the surprise type. I didn't know I was, but now I'm like, Adam, I love surprises. I sure love surprises, but I would take an adventure and a trip over any 
material thing. I don't need stuff. I love um, quality time and specifically with you. And I think you really made me feel important and special in the time that it's was crazy for you. I think it was March. Was it March or April? I was thinking it was more in the season because I remember yeah, it was in the season. feeling like we were running so fast yeah. and your business was busy. I felt like I had games all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was going all the time and, um, and then the kids having their sporting events, it was just nonstop. And mm-hmm. to hear that we randomly had a weekend with nothing mm-hmm. um, kind of felt like taking advantage of it. Yeah. And you certainly capitalized on it. And, and it, here's the thing you planned it on a Tuesday and we left on a Thursday. Like I think sometimes people believe that you have to have it all planned out and mapped out. And um, I think it didn't cost much money because it was like credit card points. You just look like, what are our credit card points? And we hadn't used them in a long time. And we had a couple of flights for free. I think maybe you paid for one or something, but it wasn't, like if you're listening to this thing, like, oh, it must be nice to do it. It, you know, we use the resources that we had and it wasn't all financial. You know, I, and that's one of, I was talking with Jeff Hem in our mm-hmm. office uh, the other day, kind of just about trips and um, forever we had Southwest Airlines points mm-hmm. as kind of our credit card. And then one of the best things we did probably seven years ago when we changed banks mm-hmm. was we changed our credit card to just be a travel mm-hmm. travel plus of some sort. And, uh, and it gave more than just airline flights. Mm-hmm. And, and now, um, they're, they seem to be pretty generous. So every yeah. now and then we look up and we're like, ah, we could stay at that really great resort that we never would have. Right. We never went to any all inclusive resorts until we got that credit card mm-hmm. and, uh, and kind of just, Shifting that, we still spend the same money mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of just getting flights and limiting to that. Yeah, you get some pretty cool places you can stay. Yeah, but what I also think is um, really incredible and really impactful to me is that you saw a free weekend, and instead of being like, "Good, we're just gonna stay at home," which sometimes we do need, you were like, "No, I want to invest in my marriage," and I think that spoke volumes to me, and it would to any husband or wife, you know, speak volumes. And even if it's not a surprise, just having that conversation like, Hey, I want to reconnect and just go someplace just with you. Even if it's an overnight in your very own hometown, being intentional and making each other the priority when life gets so busy. And I remember my mom saying that one of the hardest seasons was when all of us kids were running so hard. She said, dad and I would high five at home because one would be taking to, you know, dance, the other would be taking to basketball and the other was going to student council. And, you know, we were running so much that at night we were tired when we would sit down and be like, how was your day? Good. How was your day? Good. But they always were very intentional on investing in each other. And I think that you're really, really good about that. And I think we've learned over time, but making sure that um, our marriage stays a priority, we know that when our marriage is a priority, it benefits our kids. No doubt. And I think, um, such a reminder that we need to keep fun in our mm-hmm. relationship and uh and it is hard to find fun when we're both high five and going mm-hmm. different directions to try to get our kids to different things but uh this phase of our life and stage of our life uh fun to keep mm-hmm. keep things fun and uh keep you on your toes yeah i love it so as we get into marriage uh obviously taking action is essential uh, bahamas was Bahamas was a big, 
big one, obviously, that uh, that is more memorable because mm-hmm. it was so unique and um, outside of the box. But what are some of the daily things that we do that yeah. make a difference? Well, I would say oftentimes we can we can choose to get so busy with our career or, you know, the goals and dreams that we have, but it's taking action with the people around us and leaning into what our kids are loving and what they're, um, you know, enjoying at the moment and really trying to invest our time in that. And again, that's an area that I think you're really, really good at. Um, but also more than the stuff, it's the people. So it's taking action can be a simple text or a phone call, um, sending flowers or balloons or, um, you know, a little note on our kids' pillows or a note to a neighbor. I think those are the take action things actually back to actually doing things. Um, you know, we all have our own race to run and we're all going to do it our different ways. Um, but we need to just quit comparing and lean into the life that God's given us and really love. Um, and I think back to Terry Sheldon, she wanting to saturate the city of Bowling Green with the love of Jesus. Like I challenge everybody to saturate their home and their kids and their marriages, um, with love for one another. And I think when we do that, we can live such an extraordinary life. Love it. Mm-hmm. Now, how about, um, as a parent, mm-hmm. Yeah. how do you take action? I think just, you know, our kids are, you know, we're with them all the time, but like really leaning into what they love most and then also loving it too. You know, I think when they're interested in something that maybe it's not something that we love, but we become interested in it. Um, you know, I didn't know volleyball until Lucy started really playing it. Like I quit, you know, but I'm like, okay, tell me what this is. Show me how to do this. And then we'll go in the room and work with her on what she's doing. Um, Lola is an incredible painter, you know, and I am terrible at painting, but I'm watching the way she does it. And I think just looking at what she's doing and encouraging the gifts God's given her, um, you know, Hank with whatever he's doing, maybe it'd be a sport, but maybe it's building some really fantastic race car tracks and be like, yeah, let's see how many, you know, you know, cars can that race car jump or whatever that may be. It's like, be all there with them. And I think as a parent, you know, slowing down and asking like, how are your friends or, you know, what was the high of your day and what was the low? We always call it the, what's the stinky or the best and stinky. And we've done that for a long time. We go around the table and everybody say they're high and they're low of their day. Cause it kind of gives you a good snapshot of what went on in their day. And um, so I think being intentional with our words is important. You know, you talk a lot about being fiercely present mm-hmm. and, and I think that is, as certainly I think what makes it unique as a parent Mm -hmm. and, uh, and just like you're talking about with volleyball, um, man, I can remember just diving into YouTube to try to figure out how to get an overhand Mm -hmm. serve Mm because I wanted to coach her how to do it, but I didn't know how to do it. (laughs) And, uh, but it certainly goes with anything they're doing from art to Mm -hmm. luckily none of them have picked up instruments that we don't know how to do. Babe, I don't it would be know great if they instrument. would learn an instrument, mm-hmm. but I think it would really expose us mm-hmm. if we did. I think our neighborhood has instruments covered, so I don't think we need to worry about instruments. I think Lola keeping her baking skills up is awesome because we can give the gift of little treats to our neighbors when we need to, when they're really good on their instruments. So let's keep the instruments to their friends. Well, they have a lot of instruments, a ukulele, guitars, drums. Yeah. yeah. 
that recorder thing. That recorder thing, yes. Uh, I But I don't believe that so far we've seen them take a high interest in it. So we're going to go ahead and just drive on past that one. Yep. <laughs> I like that. So we've covered a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 chapters of it, 20 podcasts now. Mm-hmm. Uh, impactful, important, and productive. Yes. Thank you, babe. So how do we wrap this up? I think I'd love to wrap this up by just talking about you gonna rap (laughs) no i i wish i had a rap for you right now i am the king of rock that is nanahaya the succumbency (laughs) no that's the only rap i knew growing up but i think just to encourage our listeners to live an extraordinary life and extraordinary for me is to impact the kingdom of god using my gifts I want to live into my potential and I want our listeners to do the same with limitless abundance. In order to find that greatness in our own life, we must choose to be good every single day and take action. I believe in you, the listener, and I'm cheering you on. And I know that God created you so uniquely. I hope that you found Adam in my time with you powerful and impactful. And I hope that you know my friend who is listening to this podcast, that you are destined for greatness. Is that a way to wrap it up? Great way. Better than a wrap. Extraordinary. No, I'm totally going to ruin it now. In West Philadelphia. (laughs) I love it. Well, for all of you who have journeyed along us while we have gone through the chapters of destined for greatness, I just am forever grateful. And I hope that the words that Adam and I have shared have been impactful to you. I know for me sitting across the table from you, Adam is a highlight. And I hope that this podcast is something that impacts people to go out and live a life that God has called them to be brave and to take action. Love it. And so fun. It's gotten us both out of our comfort zone a little bit mm-hmm. with doing podcasts. Yep. Which we didn't even know was in our um, skill set. That's right. But here, here we, we are. Go. All right. Love you, babe. Hey, it's Sarah Noose. And I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place. And to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you are destined for greatness.